Welcome to Streaming Into the Voids, What's New in Streaming, where we discuss the highlights of what's available for you to stream the week of May 6th. I'm Kim Hollis, and with me are Raul Burial, Tim Bridey, and David Mumpower. We'll start with Hulu and Class of 09 Season 1 coming May the 10th. This stars Brian Tyree Henry and Kate Mara and is an FX on Hulu series. This follows a class of FBI agents set in three distinct points in time as they grapple with immense changes in the U.S. criminal justice system when it's altered by artificial intelligence. Also new on Hulu is The Great Season 3 coming May the 12th. I've watched the first two seasons and I'll be there for episode one of season three. While they hurl insults and abuse at each other, both Catherine and Peter are still trying to figure out how they can have complete and total control of 18th century Russia. We move on to Netflix and A Man Called Otto coming May the 6th. Enraged by the world and hardened by grief, a cranky retiree plots his own demise, but is spoiled when a lively young family bursts into his life, stars Tom Hanks, and started in theaters. Are we sure this isn't Zisu? <laughs> I think Zisu is plotting other people's demises. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Next up is a Documentary Now, Season 4, coming May the 9th. Season 4? <laughs> no. Mm. Alexander Skarsgård, Kate Blanchett, and more, starring new spot-on satires of classic documentaries, including Burden of Dreams and My Octopus Teacher. Why do I feel like this is the first I've ever heard of this? <laughs> right? Same. <laughs> but we certainly know the people who are appearing in it, so I don't know, man. On May the 9th is Hannah Gadsby, Something Special, A Panicky Proposal, A Novelty Wedding Cake, A Fateful Bunny Encounter. Hannah Gadsby shares tales of love and marriage in this feel-good comedy special. Also sounds like Fatal Attraction. <laughs> yeah, with the bunny part, for sure. Okay, we move on to May the 10th and Queen Cleopatra Season 1. A new documentary series exploring the lives of prominent and iconic African queens. This season will feature Cleopatra, the world's most famous, powerful, and misunderstood woman, a daring queen whose beauty and romances came to overshadow her real asset, her intellect. Also on May 10th is Missing, Dead or Alive. Uh, this follows officers from a South Carolina Sheriff's Department as they urgently search for individuals who've disappeared under troubling circumstances. And yes, I do have family members in South Carolina, so this triggers me a little bit. Yeah, this is like they were shooting a cop's special or something and happened upon an investigation of a real crime, and so they turned it into a documentary. Yeah, it almost makes me wonder if they found it while they were filming for Murdoch Murders or something. Same area. On May the 11th is Ultraman Season 3. As public sentiment turns against Ultraman, Shinjiro learns that his inherited powers may come with a heavy price in this exciting series conclusion. That's an animated series and is obviously based on the classic one that, well, some of us may have grown up with as kids. On May the 12th is The Mother. Jennifer Lopez stars. After years of hiding out in the Alaskan wilderness, a deadly assassin returns to rescue the daughter she loved from afar. Doesn't sound like she gets married in that, so I'm actually mm -mm. surprised that stars Jennifer Lopez. Yep. Doesn't sound she's, like it should be her. She's kind of transitioning now. It started with Shotgun Wedding. Now she's entered her John Wick phase. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
Next up on Netflix is Queer Eye, More Than a Makeover, Season 7, coming May the 12th. Oh, thank God. I need these guys. <laughs> Join the party with the Fab Five in the city of New Orleans for a new season of inspirational heroes and beautiful before and afters. Aw. And we close out Netflix with Mulligan season one coming May the 12th. All right. It might sound like a 1980s cop series, but it's not. When most of Earth is destroyed by aliens, can a few survivors rebuild what's left of America and form a more perfect union? It's an adult animated comedy co-executive produced by Tina Fey and features the voices of Fey, Nat Faxon, Chrissy Teigen, Sam Richardson, Dana Carvey, and Phil Lamar. I guess the Mulligan is on the entire planet. okay next up on disney plus something i can't wait for the muppets mayhem season one coming may the 10th oh yeah this follows the electric mayhem band dr teeth on vocals and keyboards animal on drums floyd pepper on vocals and bass janice on vocals and lead guitar zoot on saxophone and lifts on trumpet on an epic music filled journey to record their first ever studio album yay sounds awesome I love Dr. Teeth. I love the electric mayhem. I am totally here for this. And based on what they showed in the trailer, if you're a musician and you're not in this, you need to talk to your agent. Also new from Disney Plus is Crater, coming May the 12th. After his father's death, a boy raised on a lunar mining colony goes on a journey exploring a mysterious crater with his three best friends and a new arrival from Earth before he is permanently relocated to another planet. And this is actual live action with special effects and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we move on to HBO Max, which is still HBO Max for the moment. And the other two, season three, which actually debuted on May the 4th. Yeah, we, for whatever reason, HBO Max, I I think, is suffering from some uh, Discovery (laughs) Plus-itis and has some uh, trouble promoting their shows. And so we missed this last week. After comparing themselves for years to their much younger pop star brother and their talk show host mother, Brooke and Carrie are finally standing up on their own two feet, fully successful in their own right. And yet they somehow find themselves comparing themselves to new people once again. (laughs) Okay. All right. I am like just super excited for this next show. It did debut on May the 5th and it was called Unicorn Warriors Eternal Season 1. It actually debuted on Cartoon Network on May the 4th and aired on HBO Max the next day. So it's one day Cartoon Network, next day HBO Max. It's created by the great Jendi Tartakovsky. This steampunk fantasy series takes place in Industrial Revolution London, where evil is looming. A group of heroes dubbed Unicorn are accidentally reawakened in the bodies of teenagers instead of the adult hosts they've embodied in the past. Yep. Saw the trailer by accident when I was looking up something else and thought, okay, my kids are going to eat this one up. Mm-hmm. Okay, we move on to Paramount Plus and RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 8 coming May the 12th. The new season will feature a new twist to the show's format. In addition to competing for a spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame, a parallel competition for the title of Queen of the Fame Games will take place. Over the course of the season, viewers of the show will vote on unused runway looks from the eliminated contestants, and the queen with the fan-favorite outfit will win a $50,000 prize. You got all that? (laughs) Got it. 
this is a pretty popular show. So, you know, I, I know people love it. On May the 6th on Peacock, we have WWE Backlash. Oh, uh, why are they taming the only good thing in WWE right now? Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn with Matt Riddle, the walking HR nightmare. Oh, no. Uh, because, you know, well, because, you know, well, we know why. But yeah, it's a it's a thing that, that's happening. Uh, also, David's beloved Zelina Vega will unfortunately be food for Rhea Ripley as she contends for the SmackDown women's title. And I have to say, I love her too as she is underused by wwe as are many people but she is has an amazing story because you can find an interview with her that she did with when she was renee young at the time in wwe a few years ago when she was 10 years old her father died on 9 11 and it is just the most the story that she shares from that the events that happened and how she was a fan of wrestling because of her father and eventually you know became a WWE superstar. It's an amazing story. And even just in a seven minute video, I said, I can never boo this woman again, even if she's playing a, a heel, which she frequently does. But yeah, she is awesome. Unfortunately, she's, you know, underutilized by WWE, of course. Well, let's not say unfortunately in this one specific situation. This event is taking place in her home country. Oh, it is in Puerto it is being taken place in in Puerto Rico, which actually is fairly interesting for WWE. And so this is going to be her being treated like the conquering heroine when mm -hmm. she returns. And Tim knows this, and it's news to everyone else except for Kim. But during the early days of box office profits, we had formed a very tight-knit business relationship with some of the Kenner Fitzgerald people who were just moving their punting game, their gambling thing, into movie box office prediction. And they thought we were witches. They were convinced we were cheating. <laughs> Because in an eight-month period, the only thing we missed, this is legitimately what happened, was Monsters Incorporated. And we only missed Monsters Incorporated by a very little bit. And so we were having negotiations with Cantor Fitzgerald where we were going to strengthen our relationship. And there are scenarios out there where they buy us out. There really were. And then one day, their entire team was gone. And it still makes me, I, I'm seriously, right now, as I describe this, I'm getting a feeling in the pit of my stomach. And since then, this person used to wrestle an impact under a different name. And when I found out that her father was one of those people, I've just, I have felt emotionally connected to her ever since then. And I root for her in just like, you know, an almost unnatural way. And I love that she got a moment as the queen of the ring a couple of years ago, and I'm thrilled that she is going to get this. But all you need to know about WWE with Vince McMahon no longer in hiding is the instant that sex pest came back, the first thing he did was brought back Matt Riddle, another sex <laughs> pest. So there, when people show you who they are, believe them. This is the brand. Okay, on May the 7th is When Love Springs. When Rory arrives at a quaint B&B &B on the lake for the vow renewal of her parents, she runs into her ex who broke her heart. Panicked, she pretends the B&B &B owner is her new boyfriend. Obviously, this is a Hallmark joint. Is her mother named Lorelai by any chance? No. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Is there a character named Jess? This isn't even ashamed of itself with how ripoff it is. <laughs> okay, next up, Eurovision Song Contest running May 9th through the 13th. The Eurovision Song Contest began as a technical experiment in television broadcasting, the live simultaneous transnational broadcast that Europe has now been watching for nearly 70 years was in the late 1950s a marvel. 
Over the years, the format has evolved into the week-long, boundary-pushing, technologically innovative, multi-show spectacular we enjoy today. We have rarely been treated to Eurovision here in the United States, and so we finally get a chance to watch it here on streaming on Peacock. This is going to be fascinating to watch, and if you didn't have enough incentive, I hear that Frankie Goes to Hollywood will be reuniting for the Eurovision (laughs) Song Contest. be there. I was like, wait, is this like a documentary about it? No, this is the actual event because there has really been an increase of the last couple of years to make this a thing in America. They're trying to push the winners to have a song. If you have heard of the band Monoskin, um, you probably heard their their cover of Begin. If you listen to rock stations, they've had a song or two that's gotten play there. They won this event a couple of years ago. They are really trying to make this a thing and the winner have the winner just be a thing in the U.S., all right. Two questions. First of all, will Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams be the <laughs> title? <laughs> Second question. Is this going to be the next thing like we talked about on the main podcast where TikTok actually elevates this in a way that wouldn't have been possible before? You know what? It would not shock me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our final Peacock release is Intelligence, a secret agent special coming May the 12th. This is apparently a workplace comedy set in the UK government's communication headquarters where they tackle international and domestic cybercrime as a comedy. David (laughs) Schwimmer stars as Jerry Bernstein, a pompous NSA agent. That's right, folks. David Schwimmer is going to play someone pompous. (laughs) He is going to be an American playing against our beloved Nick Mohammed from Ted Lasso and the Martian, who plays Joseph, his inept computer analyst sidekick. So basically, like... I don't know, Mission Impossible as a comedy and Nate from Ted Lasso as the Simon Pegg character. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Okay. We close out the shows with Apple TV Plus and City on Fire Season 1 coming May the 12th. Samantha Cesario is an NYU student who is shot in Central Park on the 4th of July, 2003. As the crime is investigated, she is revealed to be the crucial connection between a series of mysterious citywide fires, the downtown music scene, and the wealthy uptown real estate family fraying under the strain of the many secrets they keep. This is written and executive produced by Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage, who previously created The OC and Gossip Girl. And the last show or item on our list this week is still a Michael J. Fox movie coming May the 12th. This is a nonfiction or documentary movie, really, about the life of beloved actor and activist Michael J. Fox. It will incorporate documentary, archival, and scripted elements. This movie has been doing the tour of the festival circuit and has received considerable praise. And I'm actually looking forward to this one. I'm sure we all love Michael J. Fox, so absolutely. I think it's pretty obvious for me that I will be watching, of course, Electric Mayhem, but also Unicorn Warriors Eternal. Well, in addition to the Michael J. Fox documentary and, of course, Electric Mayhem, I think I have to watch the Eurovision Song Contest to see Mm. if anything could possibly surpass Celine Dion's victory in 1988. (laughs) Also previous winners, ABBA. That's right. And they might sing Ya Ya Ding Dong. So there's that. (laughs) And then I will probably watch Mulligan just because (laughs) that sounds bizarre and I want to give it a shot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, fun and funny voice cast, too. All right. Go watch something.